0: Last time...
1: The gang goes to question Rusty but gets interrupted by a stranger that tries to steal Dave's magical rod of dragon fear. The group attacks the man and he turns into a werewolf. Mimi gets infected with the werewolf curse. Dave tells Mimi that he knows someone in his hometown that can cure her, but they have to leave right away. Before leaving, Doc gives them a blue glowing cube. She says it will protect them. She also tells them that they found out that the soldiers of Atlantis found Jed and saved him. They did, because he had one of these cubes as well. Which shouldn't be possible, as he would have had to get the cube from Atlantis.
0: Why are graveyards so noisy? Because of all the coffin!
1: Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters!
0: Everyone Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. This is going Halloween to be Halloween Special! Halloween Special Edition! Although it wasn't originally planned as such, so this is a little little impromptu. Um, if you're listening to this, you will not be able to see the outfits or costumes that, that we are wearing. Um, so this would be a good opportunity for us to say go check out our YouTube channel and you can see all of our lovely faces and and costumes that we have today. We've got Trent with us today. Hey, Trent. Hello. Thanks for joining us. He's going to be playing Dave. My pleasure. Now, Trent, pleasure. I know that Dungeons & Dragons is not a new topic for you, but when is the last time that you actually played Dungeons & Dragons? Wait,
1: what
2: is that? Uh, probably high school. So, high school? Yeah, decades.
0: So would that have been like the first edition or second second edition? I Our Dungeon Master wasn't that good, so I really don't know. <laughs> well, the, the quality of your Dungeon Master wouldn't determine which version that you played. Well, it was all his stuff, and he
2: created all our characters for us and just Oh, that's half the fun. There was there was very little uh input from the uh, various players. Okay. Um, and and we, I, I think we only did a handful of sessions, maybe like 5 or 6.
1: Then boo him.
0: Boo They're him. Yeah. Boo. Boo.
1: Boo. Boo. boo.
0: Last time you got cursed by a werewolf, but also Doc took us to her office and gave us the holocube
1: and said that um what's his name again jed yeah jed survived
0: bird you were all concerned about jed and we've been leaving that hanging for the last couple of episodes you want you've been dying to find out what happened to jed so we know we know that he risked
1: his life for us
0: right he's that's right he helped save us he helped get us out of those old ruins so we know that he is he survived we don't know if he's safe we just know that The Atlantean soldiers took him because he had a holocube on him, and that's the thing that's the most surprising because there should be. It seems really weird that anyone would have one of these holocubes unless that they were actually from Atlantis, which is the reason why Doc has one. And the only reason we got one is because Doc is from Atlantis and was given one. So we got the information from from Doc. She tells us about Jed, which is great, but we have to be on the move. We have to get, we have to catch the caravan cuz it's leaving right now. And it's a long walk back up to the top of Olympus and then it's a long trail on the way back down, so we have to to hurry very 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 much. About an hour later, it takes about an hour to climb up to the top of Olympus and work your way back down the mountain again. <laughs> and the caravan is about to leave. And it is a string of about 5 to 6 wagons that are pulled by a number of teams of Clydesdale horses and Blondie the tinker gnome is at the head driving them.
1: What tinker gnome?
0: Well we met Blondie a couple of episodes back um he was the one that was working on some muskets and he said that he was going to make us one if we wanted him to and Betha is there as well she's going to be traveling with us on the supply wagon.
1: She's so mad at Bertie
0: I think I think she's kind of over it now. Um, yeah, after, she got all
1: her nice food. Well,
0: right, right. After Galaxy... We're all, we're all resupplied now. She's got fresh snacks. Right, right. I don't think that she's going to be giving Galaxy more, more snacks anytime soon, though. She learned a valuable lesson. She did. Shit. So there's a couple of other people... So, okay, so a couple of things that stand out to you right away about the, the wagons. I they, call the beer wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I call the unicorn one. There, I call the whiskey. And there is a beer wagon, but it's empty. That's one of the reasons Ugh. why the supply wagon is going out is to, to get resupplied on on ale and spirits. There's got to be some dregs in some of those casks. There, there has probably. to be some whiskey. Okay, so there's, there's six. So when you get down there, there are six wagons in the supply train that are ready to go. And picture very Western covered wagon style. Six wagons in total, three of them strung together, each pulled. So there's two sets of three wagons connected together. Each one is being pulled by a team of Clydesdale horses. Blondie is driving the front one, but in the second one is a half-orc man that you've never seen before, but he's driving it. And he looks like that he's got two full full-orc boys with him. It seems like that there's a family resemblance between them, but they seem like that they're related to to each other, but the boys definitely seem like that they've got more orc blood in them than, than the man does. And they're they're driving the, the second oh, set and of can three I wagons.
1: I'm riding tiny ginger.
0: Yes, you would be you'd be riding your ponies. Um so Other than the covered wagons, they seem pretty straightforward and stereotypical, with the exception of that every single one of the wagons have large rubber studded tires put on them. They don't have steel and wood wagon wheels like you would normally expect. So there's been some modern improvements that the gnomes have done, that the tinker gnomes have done to these wagons to make them more efficient and and easier to, to travel across the terrain. And we're we are in the mountains, and uh, this is on the edge of the surrounding desert to the mountains. So it is it is dusty, it is windy, it is dry. So the, so the supply wagons they take off; they're not waiting for you um, because they've got they've got a schedule to keep, and they are on the move. And the wagons are moving much faster than what you would have would have expected. So the the rubber wheels that they have on these things. Must be doing must be doing a really good job because the horses are taken okay. off and you have to put your ponies into a quick trot to keep up with them.
1: Get up, tiny, da, da, da.
0: They don't they don't slow down, um, but they Blondie from the from the wagon he does lean out to the side and he looks back at you and he, and he waves. So the the wagon isn't moving so fast that you guys wouldn't be able to catch up. It's just moving faster than what than you typically see a caravan of this size being able to move. So it goes out into the desert goes out into the heat you see the heat waves coming off of the distance and the horses are moving and the wagons are moving and the everyone's getting very thirsty of the heat um so you go you go through your water skins pretty quick but there is extra water that's on on the wagons they're very well provisioned no one is worried about making it through the desert so overall timing it's going to take us about a week to get to dave's hometown
1: why do we have to go to Dave's hometown?
0: Well, Dave's hometown is, is Shadywood, and the reason why that we need to go there is because Dave knows a guy that knows how to deal with the curse of the werewolf. I got Amy a has. I got a curse guy there. He's he's the best. He's just the Wait, best. Is he guy. best
2: <laughs> he's His tremendous is at removing name, all the curses. His
1: name he's Gerald. Got
0: so this is a long trip, which we knew about from the very beginning. It's going to take about a week to get to Shadywood to get the curse lifted, Then it's going to take
1: one week later.
0: No, we're not, we're not jumping ahead like that. And then from there, it's going to take another week to get to Charpra. And Charpra is the hill dwarf kingdom. And then from there, it's another week to get to Westman. So it's going to be a total of three weeks of travel, even with the wagons going as fast as they're going, to, to get all the way back to Westman. So we're very, 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 very far away from home. Those, those ruins took us quite a ways. Yes. So, but the hope is that while we're traveling, we'll get the curse lifted, and hopefully Ian and Doc will be able to send griffins after us. So the first day is pretty uneventful. Nighttime comes, and they make camp. They circle the wagons to make camp out in the middle of the desert. And Blondie comes up to the three of you. he says, hey, guys, if you're going to be musketeers, I think it would be a really good idea if we actually teach you how to shoot a musket. What do you say? I'm all in. And he's got a musket next to him that's taller than he is. So the musket is about the right size for Mimi and Galaxy because <laughs> that, you're elves, that, that but that it's high? like a foot and a half taller than than Dave and the gnome. He takes you out away from the wagons. He's like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna do a little bit of target practice here. I want everyone to roll a. Let's see here. I wanna go with. Let's go with insights. I wanna see just like instinctually." Which one, how you guys do in picking up? Because these are very Saturn? alien weapons compared 20 to that, alien. Yep. No, is alien? No, they're not. Unfamiliar. No. Unfamiliar, thank you. Dave rolled a 20. A natural 20?
2: No, a 16 plus 4.
0: Okay.
1: A natural 20 plus 1.
0: You got a natural 20? Mm-hmm. Holy cow.
1: 6 plus 2. Truth.
0: You got a 6 plus 2? Okay. <laughs> actually, Well, this actually works out pretty well from a role-playing perspective. Um, Mimi, as a druid... You really do not like these weapons. You don't. You don't like the metal that's on them. You don't like the explosion that comes out of them. You don't like the smoke. Okay, so with those rolls, yeah, you don't pick up on the weapons very well. It's like they're they're just not your thing. You're not that interested in them. But you you stick around and watch them with kind of a look of just disgust. Maybe maybe not. Well, that's probably a little too harsh. But it's just like it's just not your thing.
1: I'm just like. Uh,
0: you two, take to these weapons very very quickly. Um, and I'm going to say that both of you, uh, just from this practice, you did so well with them that if you were to use, um, a musket type weapon in the future, you are now proficient at it. So when you roll, if you use one of these weapons in the future and, and attack with it, you get to add your proficiency bonus to it.
2: As call says, cast your prayers upon the blast of an explosion. <laughs> Verily, I shall hear them quickly.
0: Oh, I'm so I'm so glad that you're you're bringing out that attribute of Dave of he quoting or misquoting scripture. I'm I'm surprised that Mr. Cole would have scripture around explosions. <laughs> After the practice, you start heading back to the wagons and it is full fully nighttime. So has the moon risen yet? The moon has risen, but it is not a full moon. Woohoo! Yep. So but it's getting close. You can tell from the moon that a full moon is probably not that far away so getting to uh, shady wood is gonna be cutting it pretty close it's you, you estimate maybe a week maybe less do, do we have to get her to shady wood before she turns you don't know you don't know you don't know what kind of an impact that would have on the curse um, you do know that the curse can be lifted uh, but you don't know if there's circumstances that make it permanent or make it harder to be lifted so night comes Wagons are circled, you have a fire, you get to know some of the other people that you're traveling with. So, some of the other people that you were traveling with. So the half orc. I'm I'm so I'm so pumped to bring His this name's name back. Joey. Nope. The half orc's name is Borf. Burf has come back. The the name anyway. I was Borf. Borf was the name of a captain goblin in one of the earlier episodes, and they, they killed him very, very quickly. And I was a little disappointed that Borf would no longer be in this universe, so I'm bringing, I'm taking it back. It's not Borf, son of Borf, is it? <laughs> no, no. Well, so Borf is there with his twin sons, Neter and Turid. So you get to, so you get to meet the other, the other folks that are in the caravan. You get to meet Borf, Crimson Tunic, and his two sons, Neter and Turid.
2: Are, are these are these uh, younger orcs about the same age as our elder princesses, or are they uh, older, younger?
0: They, they would be. Um, they would look about the same age. Um, like I understand 100.
2: they're like nine hundred years old. 20. Right. 20.
0: Right. 20. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's yeah she's seventy. So she's actually still very young. But she'd okay. be like a teenager, and then
1: I'm seventy-two. I'm two hundred.
0: Galaxy is 200, but even that for an elf, she's still, like, in her early 20s. Sure. So, so Burf is obviously half-orc, but his two sons, they look more like full orcs than anything. But just in casual conversations, if you decide to engage in conversations with him, he's going to insist that they are half-orcs as well which doesn't work out in the math unless his wife was a half-orc as well, but even then it could be a weird combination where they end up being 75%. Full human or full orc, either right. way. Right, yeah. right. It's just the mystery of genetics. So everyone, so it's the three of you. You've got Worf and his two sons. Uh, Betha is there, and Blondie is there. So that's everyone that's that's in the caravan. So the night goes on, uneventful. Caravan goes out for the second, second day. That night comes around, again, uneventful. They circle the wagons. Blondie takes anyone out that wants to try and do some to some more shooting if they want. Is there any benefit to uh, exploration, or is it dangerous in the desert at night? It is dangerous in the desert at night. That's the reason why they circle the wagons. Um, so there are there are monsters and there are creatures that are they're out and about and they yes. and Betha specifically says. Um, that generally she doesn't want any of you wandering away from the circle of wagons but apparently she doesn't heed her own advice because she does do some ranging out away from the wagons but she is a ranger, she knows the terrain very well alright, so that night, again no problem sitting around having chow with the with the rest of the guys in, in the wagon, a um, little bit of a breeze is going, the sand is blowing um, the moon is out, still not quite full, but clear sky Betha comes back and when she comes back She's got a troubled look on her face. And that's when you guys hear a... From way out in the distance. And Beth, when she hears this, she looks back over her shoulder. And the look on her face gets even more troubled. And she says, guys, I don't want to sound alarmist, but... Werewolf. It's a pack of... I think there's a pack of wolves that's in the area that's totally tracking us right now.
1: Don't worry. Then I turn into a werewolf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just you—you you don't have any control over it.
1: Then no, no, I, I can be a werewolf.
0: yeah you—you could No, you can't be a werewolf. You could turn into a wolf.
1: And then I'm saying, howl. That means go away.
0: So you're gonna change into a wolf right now it's and like, howl back. Go
1: away. Go.
0: And howl, go away.
1: Howl. Howl. This means go away.
2: Are you sure that's wolfish? It, it sounds a little like whale
0: to me. <laughs> it could be coyote too. Yeah. So, so that's actually what you hear when she changes into a wolf and she howls back. Her howl gets answered by other howls, and these other howls now sound closer than the first one that you had heard. I don't think I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> And dwarf. he looks at you, he's like, Hey, what are, you, what are you doing? We don't want to bring him closer. What's wrong with you? Excuse me? Well, and you can't talk right now because you're a wolf.
1: Then I just say, I woo-hoo-hoo.
0: <laughs> well, you can change back into an elf if you so want I to. I'm just
1: like, I woo-hoo-hoo.
0: You even put your paw up on your hip.
1: <laughs> be all
0: sassy. Uh, Beth says, so just like Always, we should keep a guard that's up. But everyone, when it's your turn to be on watch, be extra watchful. Because I just, I don't, I don't like this. But we go through the night, no problems. We don't hear anything else from from the wolves. Nothing eventful happens, and we continue on our way. So we are now three days out from Olympus.
1: Let's sing some songs to get it past. Shelby coming <laughs> And when she comes. Shelby coming. <laughs> Right I'm tired
2: so you can insert a montage there
0: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> a desert traveling yeah. montage that's bad. yeah
1: do not do not edit that do not edit that it's part very out.
0: difficult to do a montage in an audio format
1: <laughs> hopefully you don't edit that part out
0: <laughs> we'll see we'll see how it turns out so in yeah. the third night just as before, circle the wagons making camp and nighttime comes still not a full moon there's a scream that comes from one from one of the wagons and that draws everyone over and Turid, one of Borf's twin boys um is being attacked by a wolf so let's roll initiative to see who who goes first
1: I got a 19
0: Mimi, you got a 19? Okay.
1: 11 plus nothing.
0: You got an 11? Galaxy. Okay.
1: Because I added something.
0: Yep, so that number under your initiative. So I get 17 total. 17? Okay. Dave, you get to go... Oh, I'm sorry. No, Mimi, you get to go first with a 19 for your initiative. So what are you going to do? You yeah, got two. So, um, no, I'm
1: going to turn into a bear.
0: you going to turn into a bear? Okay, so Turrid, he's on the ground, and the wolf has got its jaws Latched around his thigh and he's on the ground and he's screaming out in pain. There's blood that's coming out between the wolf's teeth. So you leap forward and you turn into a bear and attack the and wolf. Then I go. Okay. Good wolf. All right, so you, you turn. Okay, so you <laughs> jump forward and you turn into your animal shape and you go to attack. So let's roll your attack. So that's uh, 11. Um, that is a miss.
1: Then I'm going to do bite. Okay. Six plus six.
0: So that's a twelve. That is actually good enough to hit. Yep. Which is how much? Eight? Yeah. Okay. You leap forward and you change into what you think is going to be a bear. But you don't notice this. But everyone else notices this. That instead of a bear you change into a wolf. And when you dive forward you swipe at the thing with your claw attack, it's your paw and so fails miserably, but you reach out and you you bite it really hard because that, that attack still works for a wolf. And the wolf immediately lets go of um lets go of Turid's leg and it looks up at you, startled, and slowly starts to back and away. And wolf
1: leg is like, that's right, back off. What?
0: So Dave, you see this happening, and, and you are you are up next. So the wolf is still there, but it's, it's let go of Turid, and it looks like it's slowly backing away from Mimi in her wolf form.
2: Do I have access to a musket?
0: Um, Blondie is near you, so you'd have to run over to Blondie and grab the musket out of his hands. But you are close enough that you could run forward and hit it with your mace, or you could shoot your crossbow at it as well. Okay, but I don't have one. All right, Correct. so
2: I'll, I'll take a shot with my mace. Okay. Uh, that's a 19 plus...
0: That is a hit. So roll the damage for that. Uh, Eight plus two, ten. Ten, okay. It's a pretty good hit. Galaxy it's actually your turn.
1: So, wait, first I want to know, is Sam a werewolf?
0: Sam is in a wolf form right now, but she's not a werewolf.
1: Okay, that's kind of weird. It's
0: super weird, because she meant to turn into a bear, but she turned into a wolf instead.
1: Magic missile, because that always hits.
0: That does always hit, yep. So that automatically hits. So roll a d4 three times.
1: A d- Three. So that plus one. Four. Four. Okay.
0: Five. Three. All right. So you jump out and with your wand and you shoot out three magic missiles. They shoot out in the dark and, and hit the wolf in its butt as it's moving away from us. And the wolf turns and runs off into the night yelping after you shot magic missiles into its butt. So the wolf. So and so, turd is there screaming and crying, and he's holding his leg as there's blood that's gushing out of it. I want everyone to roll a perception, perception check. check. <laughs> Am I that predictable? <laughs> yeah.
1: Eight.
0: You got an eight? Okay.
1: I got eleven.
0: Fourteen total. Fourteen. Okay. Dave is the only one that notices this, but as the wolf runs away, you see about a dozen more. Not more, but a dozen pair of glowing eyes in the dark in the distance are still... So this one has retreated, but the rest of the pack is still out there in the night. Can I uh, do an evaluation on Turid's condition? Sure. So he did He did lose some, some hit points, so you could heal him if you wanted to. Okay. Um, he's not in any mortal danger. As far as the numbers are concerned, he's lost about half his hit points. Okay, so cure wounds? Sure already. Uh, for the cure wounds, you just roll how many points of hit points that he would get back. By the power of Mishakal. Uh,
1: I heal can, you. When can we, when
0: can we, 14. Okay, so you heal his leg up. No problem. The wound seals up. The blood stops. The skin knits together. And there's not even a scar left over. Um, but he's, he's still crying.
1: The pain. No,
0: the pain! He's, the pain! He's still crying because he's still so freaked out about it. But Worf comes over and hits him upside the head very, very hard. He says, stop crying, you baby. And he rubs his sleeve across his nose. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. So, Betha says, I really don't like this. I do know that there's an abandoned keep not far it's from keep. here. It's like a It's like a mini castle.
1: Um, but I just I. Just one thing. Why did I turn into a bear?
2: Well, uh, Mimi, uh, you had an encounter with a werewolf. It it could maybe there wh- could be a complication there. the The werewolf magic could be interfering with your druid magic.
1: Maybe I can only turn into a wolf.
2: Well, you should wait, no, try wait, try to wait. turn into
0: a rabbit and see what um, happens.
1: <laughs> okay, rabbit. <laughs>
0: You turn you turn into a rabbit. So, so there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with your ability to turn into other animals, just for whatever reason. That one time you turned you inadvertently turned into a wolf instead of the animal that you wanted to turn into. Try it again.
1: Don't.
0: You turn into a bear this time.
1: Maybe 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 it
0: had something to do with how close uh, the real wolf was,
2: and you were looking at the real wolf and
1: maybe that wasn't a real wolf. Maybe the
2: wolf wasn't a full wolf. We didn't kill it, so we
0: can't examine it. Betha says, I think that we should make for the keep. I agree. I don't like being out in the open like this. And at least this way, we could be in an enclosed building. There's a wall. There's a gate that we can close behind us. They might have a wine cellar.
1: But what if there's monsters um, in um, there? Dad, dad, um, so I try to turn back to a human, but then I turn back to a bunny.
0: (laughs) Actually, I I think you're out of the number of times that you can turn into an animal. Come on. Okay, you turn into a bunny again. Oh,
1: you're taking him out of self
0: spot. All right. So, do you girls have any issue with making for for the keep? For the abandoned keep? Because that's what Betha wants to do. I like it. Do.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: You like it? Okay. But what
1: is this monster? So, so
0: we're going to set off in the dark? I'm a it's, bunny. She says it's not far. We can be there in 15 minutes. I'm a bunny. And and she says, I've stayed there before. We, we use it as a stopping point sometimes because this is a good halfway spot in between Olympus and Shadywood. Well, then that sounds
2: great. Let's do that.
0: Betha leads the caravan. It gets uncircled, and everyone is hurrying and rushing. We've got torches out. You guys are on your ponies. They've got torches on the wagon to, to light the way as they go. And Dave, you notice that the... The, the eyes off in the distance. They never come any closer, but they don't go away either. Seems like they're following us. She, le- Betha, leads the group to the keep, and she calls it the Wayward Mansion. And as she said before, just, she has used this in times past for for the caravan. They've, they've used this as a as a good midway point, and it's a it's a fairly large building. From what you can tell, it's made out of stone and wood, and it's about three floors tall. And it does have a uh, a stone wall going around it with a wrought iron gate. Betha leads you and the wagons into onto the grounds of the keep, and she rides back and shuts the the gates behind us. She says, "All right, let's uh, everybody, let's uh, grab what you need for the night, and let's get inside and." Lock the doors.
1: And then I saw Bunny.
2: Do we need to check the place to make sure it doesn't have any uh Monster. unwanted visitors? Uh, what, what are you rolling?
0: we you gonna do an I'm investigation? You were
2: gonna tell me to do a, some kind of a roll. Yeah, I was
0: them. gonna tell you to do investigation.
2: Oh, so that's a seven. I'm not very good at those. You got a seven?
0: Okay. So you I am looking around it. 10. It looks both of you are looking around, it looks fairly solid. It looks like there's you know there's, I got
1: an eighteen.
0: You got an eighteen. Okay. <laughs> So you all do some investigation. So the manor is monsterless. Um, you do notice that it is made out of mostly stone, and there are boards that are up over the windows. Mimi, because you got a 18 on your investigation, one thing that you do notice is that there are well the boards that are up on the windows were put on from the inside of the building. And there are Claw marks on the boards on the outside. I think maybe something was trying to attack someone here. It's probably a pretty good, pretty are, good assumption. Are these,
2: are these boards on the outside of the wall
0: or on the outside of the the keep itself? The, well, the boards were put on from the inside over the windows. So, a,
2: are these windows in the wall or are they in the in the keep inside the wall?
0: They, they, oh, these are in the keep inside the wall. So, but so the wall that's going around is, uh, around the keep is is about nine feet tall, but it's a stone wall with a wrought iron gate at, at the very front. So, but it does look like that someone has tried to fortify this mansion at some point in time in the past, and they put boards up over the over the windows and over the over the doors. And you guys hear another, oh, off in the distance.
1: They Found us.
0: Beth says, why, why don't you all take, get your stuff inside. I'll unhitch the horses yeah. and I'm going to bring them around back. I call the big bedroom. <laughs> I call the best bed. There's three different floors and a basement to this. I call building. the best. Is it, a, is it a wine cellar? It is a wine cellar. Are, are there any full bottles left? <laughs>
1: and or or is it a whiskey? I, w-
0: I want you to roll and investigate for me.
1: So am I.
0: I love how you immediately just go down I there. I dropped my die. I, I got a 14. You got a 14. Okay. I
1: I got 18.
0: Wait. So so did everyone go down? Everyone went down into the wine cellar yeah, like to investigate. because
1: I got 18. Okay. And I found two full bottles of whiskey and no, one wine. No. Okay.
0: So. You so Mimi and Dave, based off of those roles, you don't find any any whiskey, but you are immediately envious because Galaxy did find a bottle of wine down there. Get Galaxy. Can I can I have a a wee nip?
1: Go ahead, keep it Oh, I don't drink. No, can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? Thank good you.
2: good answer.
1: <laughs> I will. You, you have no
2: idea how much this means to me. I, I thank thank you so. I much.
1: never want to.
2: So, any you, teddy bear I find, I will give to you immediately.
1: Thank you. So, do you crack the wine Carter, open immediately? Absolutely. Okay. If
2: you give it to <laughs> I me, to, I'll be I a need a bunny. to consecrate the keep. So, <laughs> that that we will spend a safe Carter's night. In the name of Misha I, I, I consecrate this keep <laughs> with this bottle of wine. <laughs> my teddy
0: bear. Whoa. So, wh- wh- while you're busy consecrating this, this keep, turning it into holy ground, <laughs> Mr. Pillow, if you will, my um, Mimi, you find a. S- <gasps> Whiskey! Nope. Uh-huh. Nope. Maybe you find a silver medallion.
1: What's a medallion?
0: It's a like a necklace.
1: <gasps> Can I? I want to
0: wear it. <laughs> so you you put it on immediately. Yeah. Okay. You you put the medallion on. It's it's a little itchy. Ew! I don't you,
1: like it. Yeah.
0: No, you you don't you don't like the feeling I of it. I take it off. Okay. the The itchiness immediately goes away.
1: Weird.
0: So, but do, do you hang on to the medallion? Oh, yeah. Okay. You guys hear footsteps? Itchy medallion. Footsteps from the the main floor up above you. So it sounds Why like Betha has bear
1: written in
0: mine. Do you have you have a teddy bear too? Does everyone have a teddy bear? I, I don't have
2: a teddy bear. <laughs> if I did, I would give it to Galaxy.
0: Yeah, you hear footsteps and the wood creaking and dust falls down from the ceiling into the wine cellar. So you guys go back up and. Betha is standing in the main entryway of the mansion and she's got something in her hands. And
1: Hey Betha, what is that?
0: It's melted rubber. Is that from one of the wagon wheels? Not from one of ours. Other people have wagons with rubber wheels? No nobody else has rubber wheels as far as I'm aware of other than our other caravans when was the last caravan that came through well we switch off like every week every other week we go out and get more supplies so they would have been due to come back this way as we were going out so we would have expected to pass them not always but they would have shown up shortly after we had left back at Olympus and we had no indication that they were overdue before we left. Well, they weren't overdue. There's a large pile of smashed wood, metal, and rubber in a in a burned pile out back. This wow.
3: creeps me out.
2: Betha, does this look like
0: a musketeer wagon? I I don't have any other explanation for it. And that's when you hear another oh out in the distance. Can can I investigate
2: the remains of the of the of the wagon and see if there's any indication of why of what started the fire or what destroyed it?
0: Sure. It's okay, yep, so you'd have to go outside and move to the to the back of the key. No whatever okay. I get to... So it's still on the grounds inside oh, the we, wall. We were
2: we were talking with Betha in the doorway. Okay um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go out back. Can I get someone to go with me?
0: Just some no, backup. No, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Blondie or Wharf. Yeah, I'll go with you. Dad, um, if these two are two scaredy cats. When I get scared, A two I turn into- minus, right. minus
2: one, so mm-hmm. I have a
0: one. <laughs> well, it doesn't actually count as a critical failure. Yeah,
2: it's just a run of the mill failure, but
0: right. Yeah. Um. So you get okay. So you I did, don't see anything. So I, you get back there, and it's a it's a pile of wood. Um. You don't see any. It just looks like a bunch of smashed wood that got burned at one point in time. Um. So you're you you don't really understand what's going on. I don't on know with what this. I'm looking at. No. I, I'm a cleric, not a mechanic. I I don't know. I'm not a CSI. Dang it, Jim. I'm a doctor. (laughs) So, yeah, you you don't see anything out of the norm. So, Dave, as you move back towards the front of the key, at the gate, the closed gate is standing seven very large walls that are just staring at you and blondie and following their eyes are following you as you make your way towards the the front of the keep is there any
2: way to communicate with them do they look i mean would that would they be intelligent enough to maybe i could get beth's opinion but it doesn't seem like normal wolf behavior to me
1: and i'm going like this
2: we we have wolves but in the vicinity of Shady Wood, and do you want to do a nature check? Oh, okay. And I'm
1: going. Hey, like you know, this uh, through the window. Mimi, I, I could sure
2: use a druid backup.
1: And I'm going like this. Watch out, Dave! Watch out, Dave! Through the window.
2: <laughs> I rolled another two. So, uh, <laughs>
1: like,
2: are those stuffed wolves, or are they living? I really don't know. Are they puppets?
0: <laughs> you're, hey, you're just hey, like really glad that there's a gate there in between hey, blonde, those wolves and you.
2: Are those wolves, or are they dogs? <laughs>
0: And he, he stops, he looks at him for a second, he's like, those are totally dogs. They're weird dogs, man. Yeah, they, yeah, totally dogs. Can I throw my empty wine bottle at him? <laughs> sure.
2: Four. You got, okay. So I missed, it probably shattered on the gate or something.
0: <laughs> it didn't even make it that far. No, it, it just rolled in the dust. It just rolls in the dust and, and maybe hit up against the gate on our side. And that's when all of the wolves bare their teeth and start growling at you.
2: Okay, uh, guys, it's getting oh, a little creepy out here. Can, I'm not setting a Can, can the here. rest of my my group of friends come and help me? I'm feeling nope. a little scared.
1: <laughs> You're a big boy. I
2: you I'm a were... halfling. I'm I... really not a big boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're a scaredy cat. You're a scaredy cat. Yeah, a li- oh, little bit. A oh, little bit. Oh, There's oh, a pack of oh, wolves
2: oh, growling oh. at me, guys.
0: And Anyone? And that's when four more wolves come out of the uh, darkness and join the six wolves that are already. So there's hey, 10 wolves that are at the gate big now growling. Dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's what you think. Oh, great. More You're big dogs. More do- <laughs> more. The
2: guys, there's big doggy things out here that are <gasps> Go ahead and growling at me. Go ahead and pet, pet, him. pet, pet them. No, I'm not going to pet them. that's no, too I do really nice. No, what I don't want to get any closer. That okay. I don't believe you.
0: Beth comes out the front door of the keeper. she's like, Dave, get in here now. You live Okay, okay. Those are not dogs. (laughs) So you guys come inside. She slams the door behind you. And she says, look around and see if there's anything that we can use to to bar this door.
1: I got a teddy bear.
0: That that will not help. So... (laughs) You guys roll and investigate again.
1: I'm a Nineteen, butt- nice. Oh, I'm a Barbie king. My
0: rolls only work inside.
1: 13. natural twenty.
0: You got a natural. Well, 20. that was yeah, that was a natural twenty minus one. So. Oh, uh, you got a natural twenty-two? Yeah, Galaxy. What did you get for your investigate?
1: Nineteen plus what? So what's
0: what is it? If this was investigate.
1: Oh, nineteen I- plus five. Wow. Actually, actually, I. <laughs> so we have- got.
0: 20 she, we've, plus got,
1: two,
2: we've got we've got our own two. CSI over here. Why isn't she helping me out? Right. So you. I have
0: twenty two. So we got two natural twenties and a twenty five.
2: We find all the. <laughs>
0: you find it, okay? <laughs> nice. Galaxy, you do yes. find immediately um, a hammer and some old nails and some discarded boards that could <gasps> be Look. quickly and easily put Look up over the door and nailed shut.
1: Look what I found! Look what I found! I'll, I'll put the boards
2: no, up I'm near
0: the. For the for the folks that get twenties, so you I
1: twenty two I
0: know, I know. So you two know everything there is to know about this particular floor of the mansion. So you know where the staircase is that goes down into the wine cellar, you know you see the find the staircase that leads up to the second floor. You can tell um, right in front of the, the stairwell there's actually a hole in the ceiling that you can see up to the second floor. You find a fireplace on this main floor. And, and you also find a dumbwaiter that looks That's like it, waiter. it's a, it's a like f- a tiny elevator that you can go, you put food in and take it between four Wait. floors. So you find, you find the dumbwaiter on this floor and you know that this dumbwaiter goes down to the wine cellar and it goes all the way up to the top. The, the reason you know this is because you roll a 20. So you did super investigation looking up and you could tell that this goes all the way up to the top floor and goes all the way down in the basement. Also, you find the fireplace in the kitchen. And it's a big fireplace and you do notice that there is something very odd about this fireplace and that at the back of the fireplace you find a secret passage that's that the bricks swing in and there's a small spiral staircase that leads up to the second floor
1: but then I go I look behind and like oh you've had a secret passageway oh, oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Like, are you mocking them for finding a secret passageway? Or are you, like, celebrating it? No, I can't like, tell. No, I'm like. Fist, fist found bump.
1: It, Pound
0: oh. it. Yeah. That's
2: right. Way to go, guys. You going to check it out with me?
1: Sure. I will. I will. Sure. But you're yep. still a little bunny. Mm, I'm All right, so we got bunny. the
2: dumbwaiter, and we got the spiral staircase. Anything else?
0: Nothing else on mm. this floor.
2: Well, I, I think I'm going to check out where the spiral staircase goes, but... You know, it'd be great if Galaxy came
0: with me. Dave, you are trying to get one, if not both, of them to go into the secret passage with I you. Just,
2: I just don't want to go by myself because I am kind of dumb and not very observant.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know that. Thank you, you for admitting that. That makes me a
0: lot happier. All right. So, are you two going to go with Dave as he yes. goes up? Okay.
2: I just, I don't want to, I don't want to miss anything. If there is something important, uh, uh, you know, I want another pair of eyes to see if they can find it.
0: Right. So it's a it's a iron circular staircase that leads up to the second floor. And when you get up yeah, to the second floor
1: Cuz I got night vision.
0: That's right. That's true. Yeah. Yep, the the girls because they're, in they're elves, they do have they do have dark vision. So Dave, Here, your vision is pretty eyes. pretty impaired in this dark space right now. You need
1: glasses.
0: So you get up to the top and it comes to a small stone landing. And it looks like canvas. In front of you okay with, you a, with a with a with no canvas like uh like leather canvas and a wooden frame
2: is it like a a curtain or a barrier
0: it's a barrier okay when you push on it though it opens up and you are now on the second floor and so, but when you look out, it looks like that the secret, the secret passage was hidden behind a large painting that ah. was on the wall. Ah.
2: Okay. So, but this is a part of the second floor that is accessible. Correct. The normal way. Correct. Okay. So it's a, it's another way to get upstairs.
0: Correct. <clears throat> All right. Do you want to do an investigate on the second floor? Sure. Well? Yeah.
2: Let's investigate it.
0: Girls, you do an investigate too, please. Uh. Yeah. You got a super high roll.
1: 24 again.
0: Okay. Uh, so, yeah. galaxy you find scattered silver coins at the other end of this floor. Mine, mine, mine. There's my, about my, there's my, about my, 20 my. silver coins that are there. Mine,
1: mine, 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 mine.
0: And Mimi, my. you see them too. You find them too, but when you try and pick them up, you get the same feeling that you did from the necklace that you found. It's like they feel ah. just itchy on your skin when you try and touch them. So you can either try and put them in your pocket, but you're you're inclined to just drop them back onto the ground.
2: Is there any kind of mine, arcane mine, check mine, we mine. can do for curses or...
0: Yeah, there, yep, there is an arcana check, which Galaxy is very good at. You can attempt it as well, but Galaxy would be you, the best person.
1: Should, Why? Do that. Why arcana?
0: Well, because they might be cursed or have a spell on them or... Uh,
1: Why am I the best?
0: Because you're a wizard. Because you're a wizard.
2: <laughs> you, you know this stuff.
1: Okay, I'll roll. Uh, maybe
0: not. I got a nine. You got a nine you, with your bonus. Yep. Okay. Dave, you you can give I, it a shot I, too.
2: I might as well give it a shot. Let me see.
0: Because uh, I mean, you know the guy that knows curses, so maybe that. that it's might. a seven. It's a seven. Okay. Alright, so neither of you are very, you know, very. We can't serious. tell anything about it, right? Although, to be fair, Mimi hasn't told anyone that she oh, gets oh, this this itchiness from from the silver. She's been but very quiet about that. A body- so, but you guys are right by the hole in the floor that leads down to the first floor, and it's right in front of the staircase that leads up to the third floor. Okay. And this is when you hear more howls from outside. And that's scary! Because you guys are, are now towards the front of the mansion. Because you were at the back. That's where the kitchen was. You went up the secret passageway, and now you you found the silver pieces towards the front. And there is, there is a balcony outside the front as well. And you are hearing movement outside. You're hearing growls and heavy breathing and sniffing of. <laughs> is it in the courtyard or outside the wall? It's it's hard to tell, but it is louder than you would expect it to be.
2: Okay. All right. Well, uh should we take a look outside on the balcony yeah so uh can you use your your elvish vision to just take a peek outside and see what okay. you see okay.
0: all right can you do another investigate for me
1: 14
0: 14 okay that's good now you look outside and you do see large furry creatures that are roaming around outside well actually you've got night vision so you can tell they're werewolves that have climbed, that have scaled the wall. And you still see some wolves at the gates, but there's a couple of werewolves that are actually inside the walls now that are prowling around and sniffing around at the mansion.
2: It, It occurs to Dave
1: that one
0: thing he does know for
2: sure about werewolves is they don't like silver. And we have seemed to have found a lot of silver lately and I'm wondering if there's any way we can use that to our advantage the in this coins? situation. The coins and the and the necklace, mm. maybe. Um, can we, I thought you don't like can the we necklace. put them in front of the doors and windows or can we l- use them as weapons in the muskets, perhaps? Would that be something we could do?
0: Put sure. the coins in the muskets? I yes, cheated. so you found a lot of silver.
1: I accidentally cheated. You do
0: have a tinker gnome in the groove. That That's good y- Yo, Blondie. Right, um, so you head back downstairs.
2: It's come to our attention that uh, Galaxy Galaxy has identified these wolves as uh, werewolves. And uh, we've located a lot of silver in the house. Um, is there anything you can put together for us that, that might give us an advantage?
0: He, and he strokes his chin a little bit. He's like, I think I can get that fireplace going. I think I can make that high, hot enough to melt down the silver and we can make some, some bullets out of it. Right on. Do you need anything to light the fire? Get get me as much wood as you can.
2: Okay. Well, since we know the second floor so well, I'm gonna just find all the wood.
0: Do you want to go up? Haul it up. Since you're going around and trying to gather up as much wood as you can, For is the, ma- there, the main floor? Right. All the, yeah. Right. Where's do you have any inclination of going up to the third floor and doing some exploring?
2: Well, while while Blondie's working on the fire, um, um one
1: thing. Where's Betha?
0: She's on the main floor too.
2: Okay. Do we do we want to go up the stairs or do we want to go up the dumbwaiter?
1: You
0: want to go with the dumbwaiter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. To duck. Dave is probably the only one that's small enough to fit in the dumbwaiter. I, oh, okay. I better duck. Actually, I think no, the girl, I think Mimi or Galaxy could probably fit in there too because they're, they duck. they're they're lithe 5 if foot duck. tall elves. So they they would be if able to duck, duck down and, and sure. fit in there. But it would be a little uncomfortable for you for you gals to fit in there. So only one of you can fit in there at a time. So who who would like to go first?
2: I'm a bunny. Well, she could be a bunny,
0: and then... You're still a a bunny. Okay, you put the bunny in the dumbwaiter. We we
2: all go in. There's room for both of us, right, or no?
0: Well, there's... uh, Sure, fine, you all get in. If she's a bunny, you're a halfling. Okay, all three of you could fit in the dumbwaiter right now. Sure, why not? All right. I can't believe her being a bunny actually was useful for something. (laughs) So I'm working
2: the pulley, and here we go. uh, Almost... Almost there, and okay, stop, third yep. floor.
0: You get all the way up to the top, and everyone roll and investigate. 17. Okay.
1: Wow, tie. All
0: right, you two, That's an 18. Galaxy and Dave, you find more silver coins scattered around up here. And you also find a desk with a journal on top of it. Oh, wow. Let's take a look at this journal. You, you open up the journal, and the journal, as far as you can tell, belongs to a man named Jog Ranall. People call him Jog, J- but oh, he's he's, like... <gasps> he's kind of an adventurer, like like you guys. But he's been he's been exploring. Is he, is he well known? Not really. You've, okay. you've, you've you've never heard of him.
1: Oh no, I've seen. No,
0: I'm. No, you have no idea who this guy is. So, but this guy Jog is a he's an adventurer. He likes going out and doing exploring. Um, and he's been going throughout the Red Forge Kingdom... Um, and checking out the different ruins and caverns and things like that... From what you can ascertain from his journal... Is that he came across the Musketeers... He spent some time at Olympus... And then he decided to jump on the supply one of their supply wagons... And head out east... And that's when they had stopped here... For, uh, for rest like they often do... Um, at the Wayward Keep... And in the journal... The last journal entry is Fragments. It's, it's not, it looks like it was scrawled in very quickly and very hastily. And the last page reads, Not sure if anyone will find this, but it may help. They cornered us in the abandoned mansions. They seemed to toy with us and picked us off one by one. They won't touch the silver. Maybe the kitchen fire.